Hey, welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Rebellion Podcast. Really excited about today's, um, what we're going to talk about. We are going over and we're going to title every episode, Rebel Against Something. That's what this is. We're rebelling against our old self, against our old habits, um, society, and the closed mind that they have, and ultimately trying to be free. So today, we're going to rebel against weakness. And there's all sorts of things we can take that, but we're going to specifically talk about rebelling um, against mental weakness and then also a little bit of physical weakness. How this really, I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, man named Jordan Peterson, he did a podcast with Jocko. And if you know who Jocko is, um, crazy Navy SEAL dude, just if you don't know who he is, look him up. If you do know who he is, you'll understand. But this interview between him and Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson, I'm going to paraphrase this, talked about how a good man cannot be a weak man. A good man has to be capable of doing bad things. And he goes in and explains this, that bad doesn't mean you rob and you steal and you lie and that stuff. He's bad as in physical and mental harm. Um, he talks about a, I don't remember if it was a dictator or whoever it was in a country and he was a foreign affairs and he says, I can't believe that they would do this kind of evil. And Jordan Peterson's like, well, dude, you're like, you're in this war. You have to understand that the enemy is going to do evil. We don't want to do evil. We want to be better than that. But you have to understand that the enemy is willing to go there so you can beat them. And we have to take that and bring it into our own lives. If we're not able to comprehend our deepest, darkest failures, regrets, addictions, whatever they are, we can't overcome them. We can't be capable of getting rid of those, which is always hard to rebel against our weaknesses, our bad habits, none of that's easy. But if we don't understand how deep and how ugly, evil they may be, we're never gonna be able to understand them. And so as I get thinking about this, um, I found a quote by the Dalai Lama and I've heard it a bunch of times. Um, there's been a bunch of different variations of it. But this one is by the Dalai Lama. It says, do not ever mistake my silence for ignorance, my calmness for acceptance, or my kindness for weakness. Compassion and tolerance are not a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength. I love this quote because it tackles a couple things that we all deal with on a daily basis. Um, talks about silence for ignorance. We're just going to start on this first one. We'll break this down. But don't ever mistake my silence for ignorance. Today's world with text messaging, social media, everything is so quick and so rapid. Um, I know I'm guilty of it. Someone will, or I'll text somebody and they don't respond right away. And it's like, Dude, what the hell? Like, why didn't you text me back? What's going yeah, on? Yeah. And at that point, I'm not mistaking that for ignorance. But when we have a face-to-face -face conversation 
especially with maybe someone we don't know or we're not really the best of friends with, just because I'm silent and not voicing my opinion doesn't mean that I'm ignorant to the situation. I don't have to make up lies. I don't have to tell stories. I don't even have to give them the time of day to make myself feel better or to let them or to get their to get their approval. And I think really that's what it is. Just because I'm silent, just because I'm not involved in a given situation, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't mean I have to or I'm doing that to seek their approval. That's what a lot of people you get a group of new friends and you always you can tell real quick when someone's just they're always trying to one up you or always trying to do that and it's like we need to stop doing that if we shut our mouths if we work towards listening more and speaking less and then when we do speak make it actually mean something because there's so much just bullcrap in today's world like what is actually truth what actually means something I mean, we spend so much time scrolling through social media, which is good. It's fun. It's, you know, you get enjoyment out of it. But to the level that some people do, it doesn't mean anything. There's no actual, you don't gain anything from it. You're not learning anything. You're not, I mean, you're not adding to society, like none of that, which doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Um, but just because someone is silent, we can't mistake that for ignorance. And I think that if more people could understand that, listen more, talk less, and when they do talk, have those meaningful conversations. God, can you imagine what could get done in a day without all the freaking bull crap in between that? All right, so the next part of the Dalai Lama's quote is, um, don't mistake my calmness for acceptance or my kindness for weakness. Um, this one is all this little like kindness for weakness has always hit home for me. Um, it's always been my personality. Kindness is up front, calm. I mean, we talked about already, like, don't I don't get hot headed much and stuff like that. And a lot of guys will be like, why do you let them walk over you? And I've never felt that they don't understand it because their personality is let's blow up. Let's have a fight and we'll work it out that way where I just calmly make it work. And even if it's not exactly how I wanted it to, it's not worth the effort of going into it. If it's something I'm passionate about, something that's gonna affect my livelihood, something that's gonna affect work, yeah, this kindness shouldn't be mistaken for weakness because we're going toe to toe, we're going all the way through with this, we are making this happen, whatever it's gonna take. But you have to look at the situation when it then the outcome really doesn't matter or even we'll say business for example i mean we're talking a 200 dollars bill and the customer's not happy i would rather have customer retention and this is case specific i mean it's going to change through everything but i would rather have customer retention be able to make that 200 dollars back on five different vehicles with that customer rather than throwing a fit that they don't want to pay this $200 or it was $200 more than we quoted or whatever it may be. Just because I'm calm and I'm polite about that and I take it off, I know I'm getting that back in the end. I just retained a customer. They felt like they were able to communicate with me, which is huge in business. There's so many pros to that where I've had 
guys in the shop that are part of that conversation and afterwards they're like, dude, why'd you let them walk all over you? Like, no, you don't understand the whole picture. To have this $200 bill now, yeah, we need it. I mean, $200 is a lot of money, but we're going to get that tenfold over the customer retention over the next five years with that customer. To throw a fit over $200 today, we lost how much dollar revenue with that customer because they're going to go somewhere else. And I, th- I feel a really good example of this is when you have, we've all gone to like a t-ball game or a junior basketball game with like eight-year-old kids. And you have the dad on the sideline that is yelling and screaming and you have the dad on the sideline, or parent, doesn't matter, mom or dad, that is calm and collective and giving advice. That parent that is calm and collected and is giving advice is still passionate, is still wanting their kid to do the best. Which one would you rather have coaching you on the sideline? You'd much rather have a calm parent than this parent that's yelling and screaming, making a fool out of themselves, making you feel like a fool, getting involved with the refs, like just drama, right? Like, I mean, I've seen these kids, and their kids kind of go both ways. The kids are either the same as their parents, and they're (laughs) yelling at the ref and doing the same stuff, or they're so embarrassed that they don't even want to come back the next game because of how their parents acted. And that's where I think this this calmness or in this politeness it's never should be mistaken as weekend. I feel that it is the ultimate control, the ultimate mental toughness. If you can control your emotions and stay calm, stay polite, and still get the same results, that's stronger than any physical in your face yelling and screaming and fighting. That's just, I mean, anybody can yell, anybody can fight. How many people do you know that can keep their cool in a tough situation, handle it politely, and be able to move on? That's where the true mental toughness comes in. That's what we should be striving for. We want to rebel against these emotions. Not that they're ever bad. Emotions push us and drive us in a direction. We just need to harness those, control them, keep that same motivation from them, but outwardly stay calm and collective. And... I guarantee you, the more you master that, the more you try that on yourself, so much better your experiences with everything will be. Your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your coworkers, anything in life. I mean, the guy bagging your groceries at the store. All of this relationship will do better, and the happiness will come as you rebel from those emotions. Or, I don't even say rebel from those emotions but rebel from acting on your emotions and start controlling your emotions. Use them to push yourself forward, but do it calmly, do it politely, and watch just, I mean, truly the joy that comes from that. I mean, it goes from confrontation to a conversation, and it's not bad anymore. You don't dread it. I know, like, in our business, mechanic business, people have concerns. People... I mean, even mess-ups, like we're humans. Technicians are going to mess up sometimes. So instead of dreading that and being like, oh my gosh, this customer just had a failure and now they're coming back, 
now I'm like, no, we'll just get, we're just going to handle it. I know even if they get confrontational, I can stay calm. I can stay polite. And honestly, at the end of the day, I can go to bed. I know that what I did was right. And if they want to act like a fool, they can act like a fool. But I don't have to look back and say, man, I handled that wrong. Tomorrow I got to call and apologize to them for losing my lid. I don't have to do that. I can just stay calm and collective. No regrets at the end of the day and move on. And not, don't, don't ever think that I do that 100% of the time. But I'm constantly aware of that and working towards that calm and collective and polite because the outcome's so much better than yelling and fighting all the time. So the last part of that quote is don't ever mistake compassion. Oh, no, sorry. So we talked about the mistake. Then it says compassion and tolerance are not a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength. So kind of goes what we talked about. That mental toughness of being able to control your emotions, having compassion, being able to tolerate things, and keep your cool, they're not a sign of weakness. It's the exact opposite. So many people today are like, oh, well, you must not care. You must not have any passion. No, I have all those things. I've just been able to work towards controlling those. And the outcome is so much better rather than just like we talked about blowing up all the time. <coughs> so there's one more that I want to talk about that goes right along with all this. Um, and this is I actually don't, I've looked all over and I couldn't find out so many people have quoted this or said this, but it says hard times create strong people, strong people create good times. Good times create weak people, and weak people create hard times. So it's this never-ending pattern of, I mean, we can take this as a society. We can look at where we are. I feel that we are right now transitioning from good times that created weak people. Now those weak people have created hard times, and now we're back. We're coming from weak people into hard times. And now the hard times we are in are starting to create strong people again. We can look at this in our lives daily. This can change in our lives in a matter of minutes. Going from um, hard times, getting strong, falling right back into bad habits maybe, creates freaking hard times again. We get strong. Like it just It's a cycle that we have to be aware of or where we're at. But we want to break that cycle. We, this cycle is not fun to be in. We don't want to just go, oh, hey, it was good. And then we got soft and now it's hard. But we picked ourselves back up and now it's good. Oh, we got soft. Like, we don't want to be in that cycle. That cycle sucks. Um, so back to Jordan Peterson that started all this in my brain. He said, because bad times make you stronger, work harder and smarter. When you are stronger... You lay the basis of success and create good times for yourself. So if you're in a tight spot, relish the opportunity in front of you. We have to keep this mindset even when we're in the good times. How many, how many businesses have you seen that make it to 10 years, change ownerships, and fail? Or even change brands and it goes downhill like... This transition period affects a lot of businesses when they go from different owners. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. 
But a lot of times, the guy who starts it is so passionate about it. He's working his ass off for it. He's building it to this empire that he wants. At that moment, things are good. Someone else is seeing how good they are. He puts it up for sale. They're like, oh, yeah, man, this guy's killing it. They buy it. They didn't go through the hard times to get it where it was. So they jump in at the good time. They're in their mind think it's just going to keep going good. It's be easy. It's just easy moving on. But they don't realize everything that took to get here. So now it drops. It starts failing. And they now are going, oh, my gosh, what did I get myself into? They even start blaming the previous owner. What was he hiding? What are these extra expenses? Where it has nothing to do with that. It's their passion, their drive, their desire to grow or to keep it is not there. So what this guy was doing doesn't work for them because they're not in the same place mentally. And that's where we have to catch ourselves. We have to rebel against being complacent. The moment we become complacent because our life is good, it all goes to crap. What all everything we built to get to that point, we stop doing, it all falls apart. And that's what we have to drive. Even if we are 100% happy where we are, we have to keep it there. We can't get complacent and think we don't have to work anymore. We have to keep pushing, keep driving, or it's all going to fall apart. And that's the huge, the huge thing with businesses at the 10-year mark is at that point they all the most businesses that make it through one and two that will get to 10 but at 10 they come become complacent and they fail and it's i mean you can google all day long statistics at 10 years and watch how many businesses drop out and it all has to do with complacency so this vicious cycle of hard times create strong people the strong people go and make good times but those good times make weak people and it goes back to hard times. We got to break that loop. We got to stay in the good times, but stay strong people. So we have to rebel against that complacency. Stay strong. Remember who we are. Control our emotions. Don't let people get us riled up. Don't let that weakness or what they feel is weakness. Don't let them have any power over that. Stay strong. Stay committed to who you are and keep pushing and keep those good times alive. If you want to play in this vicious cycle, go for it. I don't want to. I want to create the good times, but stay strong so they never leave. That's a wrap for today. That's it? That's it. That's all we got for today. It's powerful though. But guys, really shoot for that ultimate rebellion stay strong don't let your emotions control you rebel against that weakness but don't mistake someone else's weakness or kindness for weakness either we respect them they respect us we control our emotions and we can stay in those good times we can stay strong and we make a better life for ourselves